Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Round Table with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Round Table with Round Daddy. Me, James Striebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Striebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Striebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Paulo Benchero has committed to Duke. You're kidding me. Duke? Duke? He committed to Duke? Duke. They did it again. They did it again. Coach K swooped in again. He's talking about tennis. It's Zion Williamson 2.0. Zion Williamson 2.0. Oh, nobody's talking about, where's the money? Where's the money, Coach K? What's going on? You did it again. Got the, what's it say? Shire dropping the bags again. And then, I will never react that way if Tennessee gets a football recruit, basketball recruit. doesn't matter. That's that's exhibit A, B, C through Z. They did it again. That's my reaction to Duke basketball. It's the take here, or the round table here on ESPN. <laughs> I went, back. Well, I just heard a, yeah, I heard a take you sound. You PTSD. I did. I did get PTSD. You were back in that moment. Thank you, Texter. Yeah, thank, thank you, Texter, for bringing that up. But it's the round table here, ESPN 680, 105.7, Anna Trullo with me. James Black producing today's effort. I want to give a shout out to big thanks to Matsapai for dropping off some epic pizzas and focaccia bread for lunch today. Head out uh, to Matsapai's Anchorage location for a unique dining experience. Also visit the Douglas Loop and Butchertown location. Stop in and pick up some 1020 craft brews and discover the delicious handmade brick oven pizza that's Matsapai. So thank you all. Thank Mark and Mark Blankenbaker for dropping that off today. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Blankenbaker. Appreciate that. All right, let's go ahead. Let's keep them, uh, get them on here. Let's not keep them waiting. Kendrick Haskins here on the show. Wave 3 sports director over there. Kendrick Haskins. How you doing, my friend? Doing great. You know, that Butchertown location is fantastic. Oh, did you oh. go? <laughs> yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, it's, oh, it's awesome. There you go. No, it's really, really good. I like it. Hot. They had uh, they, we had an event out at Standard Club Golf uh, Golf Club out there, uh, Country Club. Sorry, and they had a, they like brought a rolling oven. What with them? Yeah, oh, wow. they, they were pulling just pizzas fresh out of the <laughs> oven, like on the golf course. <laughs> That's awesome. It was great. Oh yeah, I I was walking in and I was like, "What is that?" They're like, "Oh, that's the that's the uh, oven pizza from Matza Pie." Mobile pizza. Exactly. They're like, "Here's here's 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 some pizza." Just uh, gave me a whole bunch. It was great. It was a great day for me. I loved it. (laughs) So Kendrick, next time next time we do a standard club uh, event, I'll, I'll make sure you know about it and you come out and try to get some of that that mobile oven pizza. Uh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so last night, let's go ahead and jump into it. Last night, Kentucky gets a major victory on the road, Kendrick. And, and, and look, it's not like Mississippi State's a, a ranked team, uh, but they're a team that's in the tournament. There, That was a quad one win on the road against a team that plays a physical 
slower style of basketball. Kentucky goes down there, down 13 in the second half, pulls out a win, and Reed Shepard was just Mr. Do-Everything the, the, the last 12 minutes or so of that game. Uh, just just general rea- reactions from you, Kendrick Haskins, and what do you think about it being you know, uh, one of the few close wins Kentucky's had this year in the SEC? It's good to see them win a game that's physical because, you know, that Alabama game was kind of the way they want to play. And so I, mean, I, I don't know why Alabama thought they was going to be able to run with Kentucky. But, <laughs> to, to see, but to see them go in there and win a game outside of their character and outside of the way they normally play to get in there and get physical and mix it up a bit and come back and then Reed Shepard down the stretch, good Lord. I mean, that was – like Patrick Mahomes esque, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Football the way he the way he took over the game at the end of the game, so that was a good win for the Cats. No, it was, it was a fantastic win, and like, as you said, I think it was the just the the different styles, right? It'd be just so, mm-hmm. so different stylistically, and you know, Kentucky. They were able to, in the second half, I thought, Kendrick, kind of impose their style of play a little more on Mississippi State and, and speed them up. Um, yeah, and part of that, too, is, you know, teams just mature as the season goes on, and that's part of what that is, is the teams are just growing up and getting a little tough. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know what also surprised me is, and, I, you know, I thought that you got on Yenso was kind of that physical, you know, presence in the middle, and, and he was he was a non-factor defensively, so much so where they had to put Zvonimir Vicic in, and he, he did a better job than I thought he would. He hasn't been the most physical big guy, but it's nice to maybe see some guys finally emerging for Kentucky as those physical tough players. Z is growing up right in front of our eyes, to be honest with you, because yeah. he was not physical at all. And it's, yeah. it feels like he's starting to pick that up and not get pushed around as much. He still can't help it for the most part because he is so thin. <laughs> but he he's getting there and he's mixing it up. And you, you love to see that smile. That smile on his face. I think yeah, I think yet. poor Kendrick, you cut out. So, there you are. Oh, okay, so you're back. You cut out there for a second. Sorry, Kendrick. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Kendrick has is with us here, Wave 3. What did you make of Rick Pitino tweeting at – well, not only Rick Pitino, Kendrick. You had Sky Clark, Rick Pitino, uh, even Hubbard, uh, you know, uh, Reed Shepard's opponent last night tweeting out. It's, it's kind of like Reed Shepard mania last night on Twitter. Well, he's one of those guys that how could you not like him? <laughs> he's just, <laughs> just a nice guy. Even that commercial with him and Dillingham is it's so bad that it's good. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's such a nice kid. He doesn't you, you don't see him getting mixed up in any any kind of madness on on the court. He doesn't really say anything. He's just a nice kid. So how could you not be happy for him? Yeah, no, absolutely. He seems like, like you said, seems like a nice dude. And even Louisville fans, I mean, they've been texting here today, Kendrick, and, and tweeting at me and saying like, hey, you know, he just seems like a good dude and we're, we're kind of rooting for him, uh, which you never hardly ever see that. I mean, how many other players, Kendrick, can you think of that were able to kind of cross those rivalry lines on either side? I mean, the only one that really come to mind for me, uh, maybe like a Peyton Siva and like a Lamar Jackson, like oh, those yeah. were two guys that as a Kentucky fan – like I like I generally like kind of liked a lot. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's talent, and he was a good dude. And same thing with Peyton Siva. But is there anyone else that comes to mind that was able to kind of cross those boundaries? You know, Russ Smith comes to mind. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. John Wall comes to mind. 
Um, I think Boogie would have if he didn't elbow Sheriff Swapshire in the head. <laughs> it's hard to come back from that. Classic. Right. <laughs> Boogie is so funny. It's my <laughs> favorite. Even like, right, even now, like you, when you see him on podcasts, I, I see Louisville fans tweet about it just as much as anybody. Boogie's just funny. <laughs> so how can you not root for him? So those, those two definitely come to mind with John Wall and Boogie. Yeah, no, I, I definitely I definitely agree with you there. Uh, Kendrick Haskins with us, Wave 3, uh, Louisville. Uh, they head to Duke this weekend, or not this weekend, tonight, Kendrick, uh, at 7 p.m. They'll be playing in Durham, North Carolina. Um, they've had a week off since their, their loss to Notre Dame. And, and Kendrick, you know, I didn't get to talk to you after that game, but, I mean, what a demoralizing loss that was. I remember one of our conversations, we were looking at that record, or not that record, but their schedule and saying to ourselves, you know, there's a winnable stretch here uh, for Kenny Payne. And he took advantage of a couple of those games. Uh, I mean, well, not, only, not really a couple, just one. Honestly, I mean, he had, uh, I'm sorry, two. He had uh, Florida State won that game. Syracuse almost won that game. Beat Georgia Tech, but then, you know, gets beat by double digits uh, at Boston College. Gets beat by double digits at Pittsburgh. Gets beat by double digits versus Notre Dame at home. Louisville had a chance to take advantage of some of these wins, and they just weren't able to do it, Kendrick. And just, I mean, that leading into Duke, not much, much hope for the car tonight, don't you think? think no this was the one game that you looked at and was like well they're not going to win that game and but the other one seemed winnable except pittsburgh i don't pittsburgh just has their number they do you're right <laughs> but like i didn't i didn't expect them to just have a dud against boston college even though they were beat up the notre dame game is the biggest head scratcher because that was as um full as the roster has been in a while because sky and tyler came back for that game mm-hmm. and it just was never in it. And it was that was head scratching there. But the thing is with this team, is, would you really be surprised if they kept it close against Duke tonight? Not really. <laughs> no, not real. No, you're right about that. It's like when you expect them to play their worst, they play their best. When you expect them to play their best, they play their worst. It seems like exactly, exactly. I would never bet any of their games. Because you just don't know. Kentucky's kind of like that, too, though. I wouldn't bet either one of them. No. Because mm-hmm. you never know when Kentucky's going to show up either or if, they, if the defense is going to show up. But with UofL, it's just so all over the place. It's almost safe to go ahead and bet them if they're, down, if they're a 20-point underdog because they'll stay close, but the final score will still end up being a double-figure uh, loss. And Notre Dame's actually playing pretty good right now. They've won four of their last five games. I mean, the wins have come against like Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, and Louisville. But they beat Wake Forest last night, who just beat Duke. And we'll, you know, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But but Notre Dame, Micah Shrewsbury's kind of doing what I think Louisville fans wanted Kenny Payne to do last year. Uh, you know, right. I mean, they have eleven wins. I think if if, if Louisville, if Kenny Payne would have won 11, 12, 15 games last year, I don't think it would have been as toxic. What do you make of this kind of? I don't know if it's a movement i don't know what to call it where there's this narrative out there kendrick that kenny Payne is ready to make staff changes and this was all in rick bozich's article earlier this week where kenny Payne's ready to make staff changes and that there are two high five-star top 20 recruits that are ready to commit but only with the uh, assurance that kenny Payne will be the coach here at louisville year three what, what are you made of all that because it's been a, a big deal uh this week with louisville fans I mean, it's kind of been one of those things where you always hearing all kind of stuff. I I trust Ke- uh, Rick Bozich reporting because I mean he's he's the OG in, in the city when it comes to all of that. And so 
I don't. I can see if he's got some recruits on the line because, like, if I'm any kind of recruit, if I'm going to commit to a school, I want to know that the coach is going to be there. So I can see that. Like, the, you know, like you said with Notre Dame. I mean, they struggled this year, but they have won some games. It's like, if Kenny could have just had a season that first season similar to what Notre Dame's doing this year, it would be so much better. But that four wins is just so hard to overcome that I'm not sure he's going to really be able to overcome it. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. And then are you going to be at the oh, – no, that's, that's at Duke. Never mind. But um, uh, are you going to be at the game Saturday, the Kentucky game, Arkansas-Kentucky? Are you covering that game? No, uh, Dusty is going to New Orleans for what I call a nerd off. What? <laughs> yeah, and his buddies are having this big. They have an annual fantasy baseball draft. And they, <laughs> they do it. I, I this is how nerdy these guys are. Roast them. <laughs> I'm not saying anything to y'all. I don't say to Dusty on a daily basis. Right. But they, one of the guys in the league made a mock draft for their fantasy baseball draft. What? <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait, 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 Does wait. Does he have a real job? Yeah, so he made a mock draft for their fantasy baseball draft, and they go to New Orleans to do the fantasy baseball draft? <laughs> that's where it is this year. They tra- that's, that's their big guys trip. They travel somewhere. Is this a cover-up? Yeah, yeah. So go, we got to go to Vegas again. Yeah, hold on. We got to do the fantasy, do the fantasy baseball Sorry, draft. Babe, Sorry, babe. Nothing Sorry, I can hun. do. Yeah, nothing. We always do this. I mean, that's as bad as going to like a – you know, like a Lord of the Rings convention. I'm sorry, it is. I, <laughs> you see why I called it a nerd off? <laughs> you're, you're on the money. They're like cosplaying as that guy from Moneyball. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Billy Bean. Yeah. That's so, so funny because, uh, yeah, was it last week when Shohei Otani hit a home run on his first at bat in uh, – first full of action or whatever and he is trying to be out cool because you know dusty is a crazy dodgers fan oh. okay so, so he was like oh i don't care it's preseason i'm tired of the dodgers getting all this attention blah 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 <laughs> yesterday old tiny hits a home run and just is the first one to tweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's paying attention dusty yeah, dusty's watching you better believe it he's from out dusty there though right he's from he's from la or california oh yeah oh yeah and he's he is and his dad legitimately named him after dusty baker so i mean he's kind of born <laughs> into it i was wondering <laughs> wow yeah he's legit yeah, he's legitimately named after Dusty Baker. Well, roast, keep roasting him, Kendrick, as, as he's in New Orleans. You'll be here working hard, uh, cover, covering his spots. He's going to be in New Orleans uh, uh, picking some Reds player in the in the fifth round. Right. Waist <laughs> deep in beignets. <laughs> I'm scouting some third-string third baseman for the Reds. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Kendrick Hassan, before we let you go, what would what, you make of all this, this court-storming stuff that was really kicked off this uh, Saturday when Cal Filipowski uh, collided with that uh, Wake Forest student? And uh, I, I do agree with the takes that, you know, something does you know need to happen with it. I, I, I do understand player safety, understand coaches' safety, fan safety as well. Now, you've been, you know, you've been at these arenas, you've been in these games. Have you ever been in a court storming incident where you kind of were like, okay, this is getting a little hairy here. Uh, this, this is, this is, this, this feels like it could get dangerous. Oh yeah, because you know that's one of the good good things about covering the teams that we do. They're not storming the court in Rupp Arena, <laughs> right? Or at the Up Center either. Yeah, 
Yeah, they've never stormed the court at the Yum Center. I can only remember twice where they stormed the court at, at Freedom Hall, and that was the final game, of course. Right. And then the year Edgar Sosa hit that three to beat Kentucky. But outside of that, that's it. And even that, that court storming was, like, extremely mild. Right, <laughs> now, right. I was in Bloomington once, not for, not for the court storm, but another one. And, like, when you're shooting basketball, it's scary because you're sitting down. So when people come running, <laughs> running out of the crowd, you're kind of vulnerable at that point. So it is a little bit scary. And they need to do something. But like a lot of the pundits have said, I doubt if they will. Because, like, how many recruiting visits are showing people storming the court or storming the field? I mean, I'm sure Kentucky probably has some storming the uh, field at Kroger Field yeah. at some of their recruiting stuff. And so, and L, that overhead shot when they beat West Virginia that year and that blackout and everybody stood in the field. I mean, that shot is so awesome. Yeah. And so, it's, I, I, I like, I like the, um, I think it was Seth Greenberg who said, put a, put a clock on the board, let the other team get off the court, and then come on out there. But even then... I don't know how you stop college students from storming the court. Storming the court. Yeah, exactly. Did you all see the Texas Tech kid get arrested um, yesterday at the UT Texas game? Yes, Did yes. You see that? Yeah, that's who you're trying to stop, guys. It's about four security people <laughs> carrying right. him out of there on right. his back. Right. You said you try to stop. Um, 12,000 of that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, good luck with that. Absolutely. All right, Kendrick, man, appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the game tonight and then uh, enjoy the weekend, man. Some, some big game for Kentucky. Syracuse coming to UofL for a night game, a, a rare weekend night game for the Cards, 8 p.m. there. So uh, a lot of sports uh, on the docket. And then March is, March is here. March is here, Kendrick. So, so get ready. I know you're ready to work. Yeah, I'm no, nothing better than a Saturday night 8 o'clock tip. That's fantastic. Yeah, I know you're looking forward to it. I mean, you're ready to hit, hit the town. I got plans to hit the town. No, I got to go cover UofL Syracuse. So. Right. Yeah, well, at least, I mean, at least enjoy, the, enjoy the, the food. I know you'll enjoy that. I'll get my cookies. <laughs> yeah, get your cookies. All right, thank you, Kendrick. Talk to you next week, man. I'll see y'all next week. All right. Kendrick Haskins there, wave three. There we go, Anna. How about that? Good stuff. As always, he cracks me up. I love Kendrick. But that was a great uh, a question you asked about, you know, the, the kind of crossover acceptance of Reed Shepard and, you know, who are the other, like, U of L or UK players. Yeah. Like that. I think Lamar Jackson would be the, the biggest one, I think. For me, I, I, I don't know how I didn't say Russ Smith. I mean, I, mm-hmm. think, I think for me, for Kentucky fans, you know, Louisville players that we kind of, you know, tolerated and even mm-hmm. you know even when they went on to like like Lamar Jackson for instance, like professionally Lamar Jackson is, is for the Ravens yeah like I have no no animosity towards him I love watching him play yeah he's great I'm, he's, say, I'm a huge Lamar fan he's yeah. funny he's funny he's yeah. like a funny guy he's an interesting guy like I, I really like Lamar Jackson I like Russ Smith he, he's like actually super cool in person I, mm-hmm. I've met him a couple times he's yeah. a very nice dude uh but yeah I, I don't know I don't know how many like Reed Shepard for Kentucky uh I, Go ahead. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, I think Locke said Lamar Jackson or Tyler Hero was more popular than Lamar Jackson. Maybe he said in the state of Kentucky or something. Did he really? Mm. Uh, yeah, you remember that street. Well, how do you know? I, d- I don't remember that. He's wrong. I mean, <laughs> somebody here at the station, I think it was Drew Diener, he said Tyler Hero is more popular than Lamar Jackson in the state of Kentucky. Oh, my God. I don't even think he's as popular among the Kentucky fans. This is when Hero Lamar was still at like UK. Also, Hero's yeah. at UK. I mean, he was popular, but Lamar Jackson was a whole other thing. 
game. I mean, that was, there's more Kentucky fans in the state. That is true. I, Locke, though. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Though Locke, I mean, Locke, Locke was very hyperbolic about it and blew it up <laughs> much bigger than it was. But for I mean, for Kentucky, uh, Reed Shepard, I guess John Wall. I think Tyler Eulis was a guy that oh, I don't yeah. think Louisville fans minded so much because honestly, you know, it worked in his favor. His height. For sure, it really got like people relatable, like an underdog. Yes, just root for him. Yeah, yeah. It just fun, like kind of fun to watch. I, I think, think Reed has that same thing. as he just looks like an everyday guy? It looks like he would just like you went to high school with him. He doesn't look like some freak athletically. I think that's right. kind of his appeal. Too. Like everyone knows a guy that looks like Reed Shepard. Yeah, like you would just walk yeah. by him in like the mall or something and be like, oh, that's just like a normal guy. I think Oscar was another guy oh, that yeah. like because he was he was so nice. Like how could you how hate could Oscar? You hate him at all? Yeah, he yeah. was just a nice guy. You go like, you suck, Oscar. I hope you lose. Like, I, will I, I will pray for you. For you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will pray for you, my brother. I, yes. then, then, then you'd be like, well, uh, okay. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Oscar. <laughs> you too. You too, man. And also with you. I, I love you too. Uh, no, no, I don't love you. Hold on, wait, stop. No, I don't. Man, they hated him at uh, West Virginia, though. All right, here we go. These guys, Jays is a sound. Tyler Hero in this state is more popular than Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Fan outfit. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to do it. Because you don't understand. There's three times as many U.K. fans as there are Louisville is. fans, and that's conservative. It's probably, in the state, closer to ten times. Yeah, but do, I, there's and some Louisville there are fans. Some who, I mean, there's some Kentucky fans that are like, like Lamar. Lamar's pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, do Louisville fans like Tyler Hero? That's, every single U.K. fan loves Tyler Hero. Every single right one loves him. Yeah, he was right about that. Every single UK fan and did love Tyler Hero. And was being a bit of a prisoner of the moment. You know, it he was. was still in school. It was. It, and he was different. good, but he wasn't like. No. Like, Mark Jackson was transcendent. Yeah. Tyler Harrell's not transcendent. No. <laughs> he no. was fine. I, mean, they, I would think Lamar Jackson is more popular among the Kentucky fan base than Tyler Hero. I, I, li- I like watching Lamar Jackson play more than I like watching Me Tyler too. Hero. I mean, that's, I mean, if you don't, you're stupid. <laughs> you need to grow up. <laughs> you, know, you, need, you need some help. Gorgie Jang's a good one. Gorgie, oh, you yeah. couldn't dislike Gorgie. I think I, I got like a photo with him at uh, the 2012 National Championship. Oh, did you really? Yeah, he was like in the lobby of the hotel. I was like wearing all my UK garbage. So, you know, that's a great example. So I was at, I was at, this is a great story. So I was at the Louisville, Kentucky game in 2013 where Louisville won, where they had Shane Bahan and there's their yep. championship year and they beat Kentucky only by like three. And that was Kentucky's, you know, NIT team. Ugh. And Gorgie's parents were in attendance. Oh. And it's the first time they got to watch him play basketball oh, in America in person in college. And like they, they like they had a whole thing. Like they they walked like they came in, they like ushered them to their seats. And it was like really cool. Like you can tell it's a cool it was, yeah. But then the, here's the number one thing I remember about that though. <laughs> I'm walking I get on the court, I'm doing my journalism thing, like taking <laughs> pictures and things you like just that. You said that with air quotes. And yeah, it was totally air quotes. And I look over and I see Tom Jurich walks by me right and he's walking by me and guess who he's just walking like like friendly chatting with jeff goodman no oh yeah jeff like, all the goodwill was, has left the room oh i never had any goodwill for jeff goodman anyway <laughs> all the good vibes yeah this day. All, all, all of that all that did was just it just it just solidified to me he's like jeff goodman like he has, he has pe- yeah he has people he kisses up to and people that he, he milks for information Tom Jurich was one of those guys yeah 100% was one of those guys <laughs> and it just, I just it, that solidified my my hatred toward not hatred but my dislike of Jeff Goodman yeah uh, texture court storming solved rush the court your team takes the loss and the away team wins no I think that you cannot punish the players that's not fair that's not all. fair the players aren't rushing the court no you can't punish the players for something the fans do uh, texture Patrick Patterson is another I've 
heard from Louisville fans for UK. I, that's a good one. Peepat also from West Virginia too. They love him there. Yes, too. they do. Yeah, he's a, he, he was a nice guy. Reed Shepard is a poor man's Sky Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, can, we are laughing. Oh, man. Texter, I usually text to Rokes, BB, and Haskins, but the end of, of slander, uh, the end, nerd, oh, sorry, let me read this text again. <laughs> I usually text into Rokes, BB, and Haskins, but the nerd off slander changed my mind this week. That was so good. <laughs> it was good. Texter, Kendrick clearly doesn't sports bet. Kentucky is the easiest team to bet on. Just take the over and make easy money every game. That's a good point. Texter, what is so what is cool about Reed is that you don't see many kids of former players that can a bigger shadow than their pops, especially in the first year. That's man, great point. That's a really good point. And it doesn't seem like he has uh, any kind of entitlement from it, or it's like it's like does he even know that you know? Like I feel like a lot of kids in that position, or you would maybe project onto them, or think that they maybe have some sort of, some sort of entitlement, or just you know some kind of mental block that they want to be better, or think they're better than they are, deserve right. more opportunity. And but he it doesn't, doesn't have seem that. like he has that at all. No, the most amazing thing about him and Rob Dillingham are like they don't care they're coming off the bench no like they don't care and is it time that they don't come off the bench oh. give reed the reins we'll, we'll, baby we'll, we'll talk about that five five o'clock as a louisville fan i used to always like Derek anderson yeah oh yeah Derek yeah. Anderson from was, here you know yeah he's yeah. from the area he didn't go here but you know yeah yeah he went to, he went to Kentucky though v ohio state yeah. ohio state first in kentucky all right last one maddie banks put out the put the number out and the bbc followed their leader i guess it stands for big blue colt Oh. Instead of Big Blue Nation. <laughs> okay, one more. Uh, uh, I'm so sick of the court storming drama. Is that the one, James? Oh, there we go. I, all right, I got it. Uh, oh, 80, okay, 8062. Okay. Uh, I'm. Oh, okay, I got to read. All right. Who's on first? Okay, there it is. All right, got it. I never agree with Locke, but due to pure numbers, Hero probably was more popular because UK fan base is probably 10 times that of Louisville and 90% of UK fans like Hero. (laughs) That was... That's a lot. The lock positive. As you said, James, the lock positive. Texture. Jeff Shepard was MOP and two time title. Let's chill on Reed outshining his old man. <laughs> as a freshman. As a freshman. Come on. Texture. Reed Shepard is a white Chauncey Billups. Okay. 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 I, I, hey, I love Chauncey I lo- Billups. Me too. And as long as it's not a JJ Reddick, Steve Nash comparison. Yeah. We can, we can live with that. Absolutely. Texture. You can't hit a three at the buzzer in that game to make it look respectable. I was at that game. It, it wasn't just the three at the buzzer to make it look respectable. Kentucky came back and had a chance to win. You 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 forget that. I, again, I was there. Louisville should have won by double digits. Easy. All right. Let's take a break. We'll get Zachy C in today. Woo-hoo! Yay. Zach Cantrell in at fourth. 30. We'll do that weird Wednesday on the horizon as well. Hey, Sonatrol Louisville, this area's greatest and best security company. How do I know that? Over 355 star reviews on Google. That's how. They're locally owned and family operated for over 35 years. Sonatrol Louisville, they don't just do security. They do badge access. They do camera uh, stuff as well. Fire monitoring. You do it all from the comfort of your phone. They have the best technology. The technicians that will come out to your home or business and Cater to what you want. Cater to what you need for your home and or your business. So give me a call today, 502-966-8999 or go to SonatrolKY.com to see what they have to offer. 
And as I've said before, they they work with the 911 responders and dispatchers as the police are on the way. They tell them exactly what's going on in your home. They work in conjunction with the authorities. That's what separates them. That's what makes them the best. SoundTrollKY.com. Duke? Duke? Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel. Kentucky basketball hosts Arkansas on Saturday. Join Mike Gandolfo and Jason Ince at 3.30 p.m. for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show on ESPN 680-1057. And Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 Elk Draw today on their website and uh yeah so there you go good job guys good job zach cantrell uh zach cantrell joins the show how are you zach i'm hanging in there man not quite as great as reed shepherd but doing pretty good <laughs> yeah he, those dude is good as reed shepherd today <laughs> well on saturday at alefest i might be doing as well as reed shepherd did last night that's right that? that's a good that's a good point zach so zach cantrell will be out there with us at the tailspin alefest we'll talk more about that as we go excited to get that going and again trevor craven's and Byron from Green River uh, will be with me tomorrow at 3.30 out of the BW3s on Westport Road. So let's go ahead. Let's get to it. Zach Cantrell, hit the sounder. Let's go. Conspiracies, extraterrestrials, the occult. Gather around the lunch table, children. Don't try to get up. He won't let you leave. It's Weird Wednesday with Mr. Strebel. All right, Weird Wednesday brought to you by 502 Hemp and 812 Hemp. Check out 502 Hemp over here in Lowell, the Douglas Hills location. Um, Oxmoor, uh, right down the street from Oxmoor Mall. 812 Hemp over there in Indiana. Uh, Clarksville off of Lewis and Clark Parkway by the Kroger. Core physical therapy, all that good stuff. Check out the gummies, the vape, CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9. They got it all. Dee Dee Taylor and her company can help you out today. All right, so Anna... Let's start with the alien species first. Okay, let's do it. Because that's going to go into our conversation about the podcast that I, I sent you today. Yes. Which, so you've listened to a lot of it. I've listened to like, let me let me look at my phone and see how much I've listened to it. But I was listening to it when I was getting ready. Okay. And I was like, I hope my mom like doesn't walk in here. Like a Bluetooth or something? But it was interesting. Let's see. I, I've gone through about half of it. Okay. Uh, well, it's not showing me. But I'd say, yeah, I've gone through about. More than half of it. All right, I have. I, I'm not finished with that. I have 56 minutes left, so I've okay. got an hour and 10 minutes of it. So we'll we'll talk about it here in a minute because I think it goes into this. So, all right. So it says here, 
We went through, this is from Skyfire News, at Skyfire News <laughs> on Twitter, of course. Yes, incredible. It says, we went through everything retired Intel agent Richard Doty has said about the five species of aliens he learned of from his time in the Air Force. Okay, so he's an ex-Intel agent that, that says that he's encountered these alien species, or at least was briefed on them or learned about them in the Air Force. And what's so interesting about this stuff, too, Anna, is what is it for? Okay, so before I get into the alien species, there's so many of these ex-military people and ex-CIA, FBI, you know, Pentagon, Department of Defense people that come out and say, okay, I was briefed on this. I was told about this. I've seen this. If you're a skeptic, and you say it's for attention. Like, was that, is that the only explanation? Because we've seen a lot of these people here recently coming out and talking openly about this stuff. And not only in America, but in Canada, Israel, you know, different countries around the world. And the government officials come out saying that we've seen this stuff. What would the if you, if if I, if I were a skeptic or let's say you're a skeptic, mm-hmm. what would the end game be to to come out and say this stuff? That's a really great question. I haven't thought about it that way. Also, it's like, would it be worth the ostracization? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, ostracization. Yeah. Or right. how you say it? Be ostracized. Yeah. Would, would it be worth that if it's you know if you just want the attention? Because I feel like you lose so much of your credibility if you are coming out and speaking on these things. People think you're crazy, right? So it wouldn't be a good kind of attention that you're necessarily trying to get. It's so what like is getting, the end game? Yeah, it's not like they're getting money. It's yeah. like they're not getting rich off of this stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh. And, and, and you're the, cutting all you're burning all your bridges with the people that you probably worked with too, right? But but to the, to the counterpoint with that too would be you know humans are weird like we do weird things for weird reasons like That's we all true. have our own special motivations and you can't you can't tell we're the most unpredictable of species mm. like you can't you you don't know what our motivations are our end games it could be a personal thing like they get excited off of this right. or like just any attention whatsoever I don't know I just I was just thinking about that today just like what would it, what what's the benefit. If you're ex-military or whatever, coming out with this stuff. I don't know. But, okay, let's get into the fun stuff. Here we go. All right, so here are the five species, okay? Number one, this is the most familiar. These are the greys, okay? Suspected of being clones of an unknown biological race. The greys are very unemotional and robotic in their behavior. Keep all this in mind for our follow-up discussion on the podcast. Uh, They make up the majority of alien sightings, okay? So there's a little – they're from Zeta Reticuli, they're clones. What does that mean? Telepathic, intelligent, abductors, and emotionalists. They're about four feet tall. What's great about this? They have little scales beside like shows where like where they like to a human. They're like a child. Like yeah. they're like child size. Okay, so that's the gray. Here's one. That, here's a, here's a scale. Well, the gray's can be scary too, but this one's pretty scary here. The mantid. Doty often that's the intel officer. Doty often refers to this group as the trantaloids. Very intelligent and often in leadership positions during abductions. This insect-like species is reportedly in cooperation with the reptilians, which that's okay. That's not good. Also, the the mantis or mantids mm. also seem to be like a lot of times during abductions. They're like the doctors, or they like oh. they oversee what's going on during the abduction, right? Like whatever experiments they're running on humans or, or whatever. Like the mantis, the mantis are there as kind of like they said a leadership role. Okay, they're from the Draco system, also telepathic. They can be a shapeshifter. Eey. They're an abductor, 
and they oversee things, okay? And they're seven feet tall. So they're very tall. And again, they look like mantises, okay? Like 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 here on Earth, right? So those are that's the mantid. Next, you have the Nordics. Now, these are human-looking aliens, okay? The Nordics are tall whites, or, or tall whites, are said to be very dangerous. Their telepathic abilities, coupled with their immense size, are two reasons. Dodie reveals the government is keeping a very close eye on these powerful humanoids, okay? They're from the Pleiades and venus or they claim to be but venus is inhabitable they're part of the galactic federation they appear in dreams they also are abductors and they're also telepathic the nordics are seven feet tall they look like vikings yeah like but no seriously they look like vikings so this is what okay here's a nordic like the idea, oh, of, yeah, blonde, oh, that looks hair. like Draco Malfoy's Kinda dad. Kind of like Draco Malfoy's dad. That's yeah, a, yes, it does look he like Draco. He it, got that weave on. It does look like Mr. Malfoy. It does. Very good. So there you go. So those are the Nordics. So right now, and all three of these, the, the, that would be the one that I'd be the scared least of. Really? Like, oh yes. If, are, I mean, are they interspersed with us? Like, do we see these people? Well, that's the thing is, is there, there's this idea that they can blend in with humans because they look like humans like, like you're humanoid it's like a lot of nfl tight ends i feel like would be, <laughs> would be nordics. like i would be like if i saw a giant mantis walk a seven foot mantis walking here right now i'm screaming i'll be like okay like what the hell or like a four foot gray walks in like i might not be screaming but you but would I'd know be like, to stay away yeah i'd be like get away i started invoking the name of, of jesus yeah like, but nordics you wouldn't know no, that's what's like, scary what's this like weird viking looking dude in here right now yeah. why is he why is he staring at me like their eyes are supposed to be very unsettling like and blue Ooh, like, super like, oh, like Deep blue. Like, <laughs> they just sound Scandinavian. They, they sound, they, they, yeah, they sound Scandinavian. Okay, but they're not. All right, the, this, these are the bad ones. These okay. are the, bad, the super bad guys. Reptilians or quadaloids are a violent race that abduct humans for various reasons. Their physicality is threatening and their behavior is cold and calculated. Dodie has explained that the reptilians speak in low grunts but communicate primarily through telepathy. They're also like the... Like the Nordics, I'm sorry, like the Mantids from the Draco system. Uh, they're telepathic. They're shapeshifters. So that's how you get these stories of like the Queen of England. She was a, a reptilian. Oh, really? Mitch McConnell. Repti- I literally Mark- wrote that yeah. down. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Reptilian. Like they can shapeshift Elon. into human form. Elon Musk. Mm. They can shapeshift into humanoid forms. And that's how they, they subvert our government. They're really here to cause chaos and disruption yeah. and bring down the fall of the human race. Uh, they're warlords. Lords and they're eight feet oh, tall. Warlords. Do you think yeah. Mitch McConnell was trying to like do telepathy when he had that moment of where he just like paused? <laughs> he just like froze. You think he no. was like trying to be telepathic? I think he's trying to keep himself from shifting into a reptilian. <laughs> like like shifting. That would make sense. Like he has to concentrate in order to do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. The last one are the Evans. Evans stands for extraterrestrial biological entity. They were found at the Roswell crash site. Evans, one lived for several years after the crash in U.S. custody, where it was able to share information with investigators before eventually passing away. So they're like, they look like the Greys. They're about similar sizes, but they're biological, whereas the Greys seem to be some type of, and again, we're going to talk about this here in a minute. Yeah. They seem like they're something almost robotic, like they're something else, like they're drones. Yeah. Almost like a drone. Uh, so they are uh, from Planet Serpo. Uh, they're telepathic, emotional. They were there at the Crossroad crash, and they're herbivores. And again, only four feet tall. And then here about Rick Doty. Rick Doty's a retired U.S. Air Force 
uh, of special office, office of special investigations agent. He is infamous for running the psyop against ufologist Paul Benowitz, who later lost his mind. Doty continues to give interviews on the UFO subject, codenamed Falcon. Uh, he's an Air Force vet, twenty year vet. He ran UFO psyops and he became a whistleblower. So, like, basically, he was running like the psyops, basically saying, "Oh, this isn't these psychological operations." Like, trying to convince people that there's something other than UFOs and convincing people that they're crazy. So he was in charge of that. Yes, this Jody guy was. Yes, what? allegedly. So yes, he did like a whole 180. Then, yeah, he come went from out. he went from let's keep this hidden and try to make UFO U, ufologists and um, experiencers like they're crazy people yeah. to. He probably felt if this is all true, that is, if you believe any of this at all, stealing that from uh, my friends over at Astonishing Legends, uh, <laughs> if you believe any of this at all, maybe he'd had like a like an, an act of conscience yeah, to where he was like, you know what, this is wrong, what I'm doing is I'm ruining people's There's lives, and, and I'm lying on behalf of my government. Yeah, and what is the price of that for me? You know, is it worth it to do that? I have a question. What are these, sure. like, like the Draco system and the, the Serpo thing? Like, different what is parts, that? Uh, different systems in the galaxy. Okay, Yeah, cool. yeah, like different, yeah di- different systems in the galaxy. So our galaxies had different, you know, star systems and okay. everything. So it's a different star systems. And those and, are, like, real things that yeah, we no, talk about real. separately. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, no, no, no. Cool. These aren't like made up. Like, yeah, no, they don't take <laughs> Oh, yeah. All the, you had the Sirius star system. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Those are all real. Those are those okay. real places in the, in the galaxy. Interesting. Yeah. So all the thought is that all of the extraterrestrials that visit Earth are all within the Milky Way galaxy. Okay. That they're not. They're, they're not from like the other universes are so. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. There's a famous picture uh, that the James Webb Telescope uh, put out a couple years ago that shows all these like bright little, bright little dots. Like kind of looks like this guy looks like, I like think stars. I've seen it. it looks like right? yeah, it looks like stars, but they're yeah. actually just all galaxies, right? And that's just our universe, and there's more to it. But like the so our universe is that expansive. It's too expansive, and that. It's it would be too difficult to go from galaxy to galaxy. Okay. So all of the things that are visiting us are galaxy neighbors of ours. Okay. If that makes sense. But okay, so the, is the universe that encapsulates like every galaxy? Yes. Okay. Okay. Every okay. galaxy within our universe. Now there's the whole multiverse theory ah! where the universes are kind of like a, so the the theory is that uh, there are multiple universes and that they all exist like bubbles. And that they're side they're, they're side by side with each other. Okay. And that but they they're like they don't touch. Yeah. But they're very close together. And that universes plural are infinite. Like there's a million of them? Or In, no, infinite, no, infinite of infinite, them. Infinite. But like there's a lot of yes. infinite. Okay. And yes. I can't and wrap my head around exactly. that. Exactly. I know, I know, I know, exactly. Yes. And this, this is all quantum theory and stuff like that that goes into it. These people but, have to go crazy who study this. Yes. You would have to go nuts. Absolutely. Yes. All right, so let's 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 bring this around to so I sent you a podcast mm-hmm. and the podcast is tinfoil hat and the guest is let's see here uh what's what's her name it's it's a lady and uh she talks about being abducted and one of the interesting things that she talks about is the idea that the grays and we talked about how emotionless they are and everything that they're that what they are is like a biological suit yeah yeah and that what they are is 
So whatever these things are, these entities, and I'm not saying I believe in all this. I'm just giving you like this is what the alien species are. Right. I'm not saying I believe in all of it. I believe in some of it, not all of it. But essentially she's saying that she really, th- again, back to she thinks these things are like demonic entities. Yeah. And that they have to inhabit something in order to uh, interact with the material world. Okay. And so the grays are pretty, like 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 our body has a soul, right? Right. Like, you, like, like I'm not James Strebel, the physical James Strebel. Right. And you're not Anna Trullo, right. the physical Anna Trullo. It's and you're like not Zach Cantrell. Exactly. It's like a suit. Like you, the real essence of who you are is inside. Mm-hmm. It's your soul. That's your personality. Like you're not a body with a soul. You're a soul that's in a body. Exactly. Isn't that how they say it or something? Bingo. Bingo. And so her explanation for these things are... It's very difficult to get into a human body because there's a human soul already there that mm-hmm. occupies it. And there's a whole struggle that goes along with, you know, eventually taking over that body. Mm-hmm. But like when you have these created physical beings like the greys, they're able to do the the type of, you know, touching and everything else yeah. that they need to interact with the, the like material world, like a container that they're able to interact with us with. And something interesting else she said, and I thought this was very, very fascinating. Uh, you know, she said that when she was abducted when she was younger, that they'd always, they take her into her room and they'd show her these videos of like the earth, like in a flood or a nuclear war or uh, barren because of over of global warming and all this other stuff and saying, hey, you have to follow what we're saying because if you don't, this is what's going to happen, da, 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 da. And she made a great point. She was like, then why don't you just go come down here and talk to our leaders and like tell us how to avoid all this right yeah like instead of messing with just me yeah what can i do about it exactly what am i going to do about it but this is what it's all part of the deception Mm. it's all part of the lie okay Uh, them deceiving us yeah and telling us this oh they're we're altruistic in order to kind of lull us into a false so while they're doing that they're running all these weird torturous experiments on you like oh no we're really good we're we're really (laughs) good we're here to help you and it's like well why would you help me if you're hurting me yeah. and then if, if you do have the key to unlocking our our happiness on earth and, and, and bringing peace to our world then why don't you just do it what is what is what is putting a, a, a like a, an implant in my eye yeah how does that help and what she, is that she's do? like a six-year-old child she's like why are you telling me this yeah exactly he's like a little kid he's yeah. exactly he's like why, why are you telling me this i don't understand it so i, I thought that was a very i not heard that that, that take Mm-mm. on it before and it was very very interesting and even how she put it too she brought it uh, she had like a biblical connection and she was talking about how you know in the bible when Jesus like expels demons it'll yeah. like flee someone's body and like try to go into like a pig or something yeah, like that yeah that happened so yeah, do you know that, that story yes yeah. yeah so I just thought that was so interesting like they, they need they like, need that a, physical like a ve- uh, vessel to yeah. be in and, right? and it's supposed to be a, 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 apparently it's like it's being in a vessel is less painful to them than being like wherever, like whatever realm they're in, right, or wherever they're stuck. Because the whole idea is that they've been cast out ah. uh, and they're separated from God. So that's why they're so angry and they hate and they hate ah. humans and humanity. And so when because it was a the story was uh, I forgot which gospel it was in, but uh, a, a man was 
possessed uh-huh. and is possessed by multiple demons, legion. Right. And so when Jesus cast out the demon, the uh, demons, plural, they went into a, like a, some like pigs. Yeah. And they fell off a cliff. Yeah. And yeah. they ended up dying. Yeah. Like it got cast off a cliff or whatever. But That's yeah, they, they wanted to be they wanted to be in some type of physical container and not just but then after after the death of the pigs and they were cast out to back yeah. to where they were. So here's my question: What's the difference between these? Like I thought it was these little gray things. I thought that's what was at Roswell, but you said it's these other ones. Yes. So are these, what are they called? Ebbins? Ebbins. Like, are they like actual biological? Like, yes. they are the beings? Because when we first started talking about like the greys and stuff, I thought it was just like, like you said, like a drone or something. Like, I thought it was some kind of like right. artificial intelligence being sent down, being controlled by and it could something be AI. else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, but maybe it's not like a physical thing that's controlling them. It's like a universe force, like Ooh. a demon. You're saying, yeah, like, or or yeah, that, that's one explanation for it. And it's or like they could can take be, it off like clothes, you know, like but they're just around. And I thought they were just sitting it like a little toy to like you know, right. like a drone. Yeah, I think I think that's in, in one way, shape, or form. I think that's what the greys are. Yeah, because he talks about how they don't open their mouths, they don't breathe, yeah. they don't blink, they don't do, they the, don't like eat, they don't. Yes, yeah. they, they, they don't know any of those functions, and yeah. that's why that she's not the only one that has the idea about them being drones or or, bi, or non biological entities. And she said they even like can take the suit off and she like when she got abducted they were just like in the corner like yeah yeah the little, like, like, exactly yes it's uh, like what or they could be disguising themselves yeah like because there's something else so no the, the evans are actual another type of species and that's what they think was at roswell at roswell yes do you think the grays like what do you think they try to be like look like the roswell people maybe Maybe because oh, they might be friendlier because right? it doesn't say like these Evans are are trying to kill you, are trying to kill you or, or they're they're, they're yeah they're they're nefarious in any way shape or form. So yeah, this that very much could be okay, very much could be. All right, I want to read one more thing, then we'll read some uh, we'll read some text here because I, I thought I that, bet that text line is fire. It is fire. So we're gonna get to it here in a second. But there's, uh, the Antarctica is always fascinating to me. Yes, and uh, so I found this as well. So do you know who Admiral Byrd is? No. So he was this uh, famous uh, admiral. I mean, he was he was in World War II, I believe. And uh, anyway, he went. He did an expedition in Antarctica, and the the he had a diary. And the legend is that he found like like the like the Hollow Earth, and, like went in oh. and like so. It says this. This is from Admiral Richard E. Byrd, uh, March fifth, nineteen forty seven. I do do not intend to scare anyone, but the bitter reality is that should a new war occur, the United States will be attacked by aircraft flying over one or both poles. The fantastic speed with which uh, the world is shrinking is one of the objective lessons learned during the Antarctic explorations we have just conducted. I cannot but issue a strong warning to my compatriots what the time has already passed when we could take refuge in complete isolation and rest the confidence that distances, oceans, and poles constitute a guarantee of security. The moral... uh, the moral derived from this comparison is clear. Since speed and progress apparently recognize no horizons, we must accelerate the pace of our thinking, our planning, and our actions, and the expansion of our own horizons. But we must do this now, immediately, because both the survival of the world and military science are currently at a crucial stage of their development. What did he see in Antarctica? That's what I, you know. Some what people, was what is there? Some people believe like Antarctica isn't like. There's no separation really between like the North and South Pole. Like our whole world, there's like kind of ice over. I'm not explaining this correctly, but some people believe it's like 
the, our whole planet is like encased in ice. It's like Antarctica's really? Antarctica is surrounding like the whole planet, kind of. Really? Like it's not just like separate poles. It's like we're in the middle and it's surrounding it's like the whole pole. thing. Yeah, huh. it's like surrounding the whole thing. I've not heard that. that is yeah, very I had to look that. And up. then it's like I've when you when you like before. sail there, it's yeah. not like you get there and you hit it and like get off the boat. It's like you run into it like on the boat or whatever, and then you have to climb up to like get to get onto on the like ice a higher or plane. the land. Yeah, it's like you don't just like run into it and it's land. Like you really? have to like dock and then you have to like climb these big walls of ice to like get to it. That's fascinating. Isn't that interesting? That, no, Antarctica fascinates me because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like all these world leaders go there. And happened since World War yes, II before. Exactly. And yeah. there's and we have like all we have a, a, a like a, a like a warehouse type thing in Antarctica mm-hmm. that has like all the seeds of all the plants and vegetables and fruits that are housed there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. In controlled climate. It just in case like something happens if we need to restart humanity. What? We can do that. Yeah, that's 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 a, that's not like conspiracy stuff. That's true. That, that's you can crazy look that, that they, up. That they can create that there. Yes. And why? Yeah. Why there? And ha- I mean, that must have been hard to build. Yes. Like to bring the materials there to build the kind of apparatus oh, yeah. that can have. Like I mean, that's let's, interesting. Let's see. I think it's like it's not a greenhouse, but let's see greenhouse in Antarctica. Yeah. It's right here. It's uh yeah. yeah, cut off from the outside world is the DLR Eden ISS greenhouse was located in Antarctica near the Neymar Three Antarctic uh, Station between the Alfred Wegener Institute between 2018 and 2023. Yeah, wow. it has like every, like uh, like everything we need to restart humanity. The DJ Wagner Institute. Yeah. All right, uh, texters. Uh, yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's. It's uh, there's yeah there's a place in Antarctica called New Schwabenland. It's actually named after Klaus Schwab's father. Do you know who Klaus Schwab is no. the head of the economic World Economic Forum. Why is this named after him? Well, the Nazis did like a lot of like. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his dad was a Nazi. Klaus oh, his dad was an okay. Yes. Yeah, the Nazis were like very they interesting. They were very into. They Antarctica. wanted to start like a a new like special colony there yeah, for yeah. like well, i think they were there for other reasons but do you what yeah. reason there's there's something there and there's something there <gasps> just like that nazis were also like very into atlantis too they're into atlantis they were into religious relics they were into tibetan folklore they really? oh yeah oh they, they they sent uh expeditions to uh the himalayas to find the uh origins of the um super race uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. lot Very of occultish. Stuff there. Very occultish. Yeah. Very occultish. Texture. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, it's the flat earth theory. So that, I think. That's, yeah, 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 it's the flat earth theory. Flat earth but it's theory. not necessarily just that the earth is flat. It's like there's a other component of it that we're actually surrounded by. Okay. I need I need to make like this ice. up. Uh, I, need, I, need, I need to look this up for sure. I need to not <laughs> yeah. make this up. Texture, explain the backstory to us about the woman you know who's abducted and impregnated by an alien. You touched on it once when Andy was on the show a couple years ago. Uh, <laughs> why did you have to ruin a good text at the end of it? No, you can't do that. I don't want to tell you the backstory of it because if I let me let me let me see if I could talk to her and see if that's okay because I don't want to sit here and say all this stuff yeah and if not be okay with her okay because this is a person you know yeah absolutely yes and she was abducted by alien is yes that, you never told me this I never told you this no is this what like triggered your whole like you know we have a mutual friend we do yes do I know this person y- you may. I don't know. I'll tell you after off air, but I don't want to put her on the spot. 
oh, and start talking okay. about. Yeah, I don't want to do that to her. Uh, <laughs> text her. This sounds like Sheldon Penny talking science. <laughs> Know that is. It's a big bang. Big bang. Yeah. Texture, don't worry, big rig. I'm public affairs at the Pentagon. Nothing top secret. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. Yeah. I'll expect you off the air. Like, if I could ever get her, and I don't want to, like, be a trip, like, hey, can I just go on the air and just tell your story about yeah. the, these traumatic things that happened to you in your life? And, you know, do that. So I, I don't want to do that, but we, we'll get to it. All right. Let's go. We're, we're late for a break. Good, good weird Wednesday. Good uh, weird Wednesday. A lot of good stuff coming in via the text line. We'll catch up with that. As well, uh, look, I don't have any reads here, so I uh, will join you on the other. We'll talk more about Kentucky. I have a question about Anna, about how right or wrong we were about specific players. Welcome back, DJ Wagner. Uh, Kansas, uh, Rick Bozich asked, is AC basketball bashing gone too far? And more here on the roundtable. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store.